So Dennis Agajanian, I want to give you guys a little bit of information about this guy. He has been awarded Musician of the Year several different times. I went to his bio, and the list is like this long on the computer screen. It's ridiculous. Uh, several different times by the Christian Country Music Association. Uh, he has worked at Evangelical Crusades since 1974 with guys like Billy Graham on the stage with Billy Graham and also with Greg Laurie at those Harvest Crusades. So he's been around and he's done some great and awesome things in the name of Jesus Christ. He shared the stage with guys like Johnny Cash and Michael W. Smith. So if you haven't heard him before, you guys are in for a real treat. So please welcome Dennis Agajanian. to come here and, and uh, been to about a 112 countries and I have never in my life stayed in a place like I'm staying tonight at uh, Steve and Kathy Fowler's uh, and I mean that I'm in a church and if I'm lying I better carry a lightning rod unbelievable just just, they're so kind, and they came tonight, too. And uh, thank you for having us. Share. Let's give our sound man a great round of applause, all right?
to clean air. I've always loved driving through Santa Rosa. Being able to come and play here is it's just incredible. I really appreciate it. And uh, life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. Heard about his groaning, his precious blood atoning. I repented of my sins, won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me. But his redeeming blood He loved me here and knew him And all my love is too Plunged me to victory Beneath the cleansing flood Tar up a little more, would you? Okay, thanks so much. There's a, we were with uh, Michael W. Uh, three weeks ago. We've been to Africa together, and we're really, really good friends. And he's written some just great worship songs. Go ahead, turn the monitor on, because I can't hear the guitar up here. Don't turn Baptist on me now. Turn that thing up. I'm a Baptist background, so I know... <laughs> We were in the Republic of Georgia, and uh, the Orthodox Church didn't want Franklin Graham there, so uh, we were expecting about 15,000 people, and somebody set fire to the building where we were going to be, and so the government uh, said, uh, we can't have you go anywhere else. Well, how about a park? Oh, no, it's taken. 
one of those things, you know. And how about the stadium over there? No, it's taken too. It's, you know, lights are out. <laughs> but uh, so we went to a church that held about 5,000 people inside, and we had about 10,000 people in the streets. And, and uh, Michael would sing, and he's a... Uh, wrote this song, some of you know it. I'll play it through. i 
You're a singing church, man. Forgot what I was going to do next. I have been studying Mozart some, and... um, and I figure, you know, you all, most of you are believers here, so if I make a mistake, you'll forgive me. <laughs> I'll try to do a little bit of um, Spanish classical that I've written and then uh, do Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's Sonata in C major <clears throat> for piano and not guitar. But where the spirit of God is, there's liberty. So, so we'll we'll try to to do it for both here. Sounds good up here, man. Now.
the meaning of the parable. To a non-believer, you'd think it's an allegory or a riddle or a nice little story with no meaning behind it. But when you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, He teaches you and He admonishes you the words of Jesus. My favorite parable is the prodigal son because there's always hope and we're all related to someone that has a prodigal, maybe, or friends. There's always darkness before the dawn, and there's always room to come home. We have a Jesus that's a greater Savior than we are sinners. Old man knocked on my front door with my teenage boy and a couple more from up the road. He had him by the collar, said he caught him shooting beer bottles down in the holler and smoking. I said, is that right? He said, they won't speak when spoken to. So which one here belongs to you? No one does. They started running to your back 40 when they saw me coming on my gator. I looked him in the eye and I said, side and then some it's no surprise what he's done is every last bit of my old man's son do the best every time he's mine Friday night at the football game I'm living for the speaker to call the name On his back, number 37 Just 149, 5 foot 11 That's my son sitting over there So proud Now the limelight barely shines on him But everybody here remembers when He whooped up on that boy much bigger Taking a cheap shot on our little kicker They threw my son out of the game
calling out the name. Christ could save the lost and afflicted. To see it from my side, I'm not one to mix with the filthy sin. My mom and dad's been praying for me. A renegade's been a part of me. I'll make the move. I'll walk forward to the back row. Lord, I'm a wretched sinner. Jesus, save me. song for this church, but you could accept or reject my conclusions. I'm not the gospel, but uh, just a, an opinion. I think this would be a kind of a cool song, maybe on a Saturday night, to have people come over here and have this song played outside to all the athletes over there. No, uh, whenever I go to Skid Row and different places like that, or professional football chapels, and uh, play for the men, this um, Promise Keepers, I really love it when I played all the men there. It's kind of country, if you don't mind.
You like it? Take my heart, hold my tongue, know my time, my time has come. Let me in, unlock the door, I never felt this way before. When the big wheels keep on turning, the drummer begins to drum. I know where I'm going, Lord. I know where I've come from Take my hand Inside your hand Meet someone who understands Meet someone, someone to hear You I've waited all these years You I've waited till kingdom comes Till my day, my day is done Say you'll wait and set me free
My incredible wife is here, and uh, I couldn't do what I do without her because she's really the, uh, the backbone of what I do. I'm just a guitar player, but she is. Uh, um, she keeps everything in line at home. And uh, she, uh, she's here tonight. I'd like to introduce Victoria. Would you stand up, honey? Right there. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. How'd you get her? I talked her into it. <laughs> well, you know. But uh, she's a, a wonderful person. We were in uh, Georgia, uh, Republic of Georgia, next to Russia there, and um, we played there, and then we drove to Armenia. I'm half Armenian. My mother's from Oklahoma, so I'm an Okamenian. <laughs> and my grandfather, years ago, ran away from the old country, and uh, he married uh, Hamas Kardashian and brought her whole family over, and they were my, all my cousins, yeah. But um, uh, my grandmother was a godly, godly woman. And uh, she, uh, when I was young, you know, I was going to college and paid my own way to everything and was playing music in churches on the weekends. And, and she would uh, pay money for me to go to Institute of Biblical Study at Arhead Springs and Leadership Training Institute and studying the Bible, you know, and theology and and eschatology and everything that there is and memorizing things. I figure if I've memorized songs and variations on the guitar, I can memorize great attributes of Jesus Christ and who he is. And we, we look at Christ and, and he is, you got to understand, he's God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And it's amazing in Hebrews 1, God puts the Son head of the planetary heavens and all power of the planetary heavens. So this earth going around a thousand miles an hour is only going around a thousand miles an hour because of Jesus Christ being in control. And God had to come to the earth. The pre-incarnate Christ came to the earth as, a, as the angel of the Lord. And we find the great attributes about when Jesus Christ came to this earth in the Old Testament, he was the angel of the Lord, but he came as a son, like the son of man, like the son of God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's time, during the time of, of Abraham, and, and appearing uh, like eyes of being like fire, same as in Revelation when he comes again. Revelation 19, his eyes will be like fire, and uh, he will come to judge the world. Well, he came and he, he judged the world, even in, in the Old Testament. But there's a time period that he came as, as Jesus Christ. And he had to put himself below angels. So many times he would say, people would say, are you the son of God? Well, he could have said, I'm the son of God to everybody. Because he was the son of God. It caused a lot of trouble. There's a lot of things he wanted to do before he would be crucified. So he'd say, I'm the son of man. And, and his pilot said, are you the son of God? And he said, you have said and, of course, in John 10, 36, and even John 3, 16, he says, I am for God so loved the Lord. He gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him be in Christ. And yet the attributes that we look at, no means or measures can define Jesus Christ's limitless love for you. Um, <laughs> no far-reaching telescope 
could bring into visibility the coastline of his shoreless supply. No barriers can hinder him from pouring out all his, his blessings because he's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's imperally powerful. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's all-knowing. He's the only one that's able to supply all our needs simultaneously. He supplies strength for the weak, for you, for me. He's available for the tempted and the tried, and he guards and he saves and he guides. He's, he's our Lord. He's our Savior. He loves you so much he can't take his eyes off you. And that's the kind of Lord that we have. He's the loftiest idea in any kind of philosophy. He's the highest personality in any kind of thought. He's superlative, superlative to everything good that you choose to call him. He's above that. I wish I could describe him to you. He's indescribable. <laughs> He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. His office is manifold and his promise is sure and his word is enough. His faith is everlasting and his love is forever. And his grace, he beautifies the meek. He releases the captives. He discharges the debtors. That's our Savior. That's who we believe in. Why did he come? Because he created you in his own image. Not just man. It's not some man thing. Genesis 1.27 says, Men and women were created in God's image. Man was created, but boy, he spent time with a woman. His creation is incredible. You can't outlive him. You can't live without him. He's always been. He always will be. I'm talking about he's had no predecessors. He'll have no successors. You can't impeach him, and he's not going to resign. <laughs> Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't take and hold him at all. John the Baptist, I believe what Jesus said when he said he was the greatest man born of woman. What? You don't hear any, see any books about John the Baptist. You don't hear any songs about him, but yet he was wasn't about him, it was about the, the Messiah coming. But he was like a rock star. What, his ministry lasted 13 months? 
Over 200,000 people came to see him out in the wilderness. Princesses came. Even Pilate came, and he called him out and said, that's not your wife. That's your brother's wife. He was tough. Didn't have a lot of friends. He had some zealots that followed him around, some disciples of John. When the boat had reached the land, he stepped out on the sand, and behind him stood the men of Galilee. Those who were sent by John, asking him, Are you the one? The Baptist is in prison, he can't see. With a voice so loud and clear, Jesus spoke to those who'd hear. Go and tell John all you've seen in her. Help John the blind receive their sights. Tell John the deaf could hear and the dead are raised. Good news is reached the poor. Go and tell John, don't wait around no more. could tell with a voice he heard outside in the sun he looked up he could see all the men of Galilee with a smile he said praise God my work is done tell John the blind received the sights crippled men may walk upright been cured of leprosy Reach the pole. Go and tell John, don't wait around no more. Tell John, don't wait around. and I have been working uh, for about nine years now in Alaska. Uh, we go to these uh, Eskimo villages, and uh, they're pretty treacherous places to go to. A lot of it, these villages have no running water, and we go in the dead of winter. And when it's dark, because there's nothing for anybody to do but to come to hear our concert. <laughs> and a lot of them find the Lord. Uh, many of these young kids that I'm, we're, we're working with, uh, their parents are alcoholics and they're drug addicts. And... Uh, just really wicked people. I mean, they, uh, some of the kids just don't want to go home because of, uh, you know what I mean, you know, in the family. And um, it's, it's just a travesty. And, you know, I want to put some of these guys against the wall. I don't do that. I just put my effort in helping kids. Um, and we try to save them. A lot of them commit suicide. And, and so we've been, we've been going to these places, and it's, it's really been something. 
some of the places we've worked at, now they have running water because we've really complained. And, and Governor Palin helped us out quite a lot. And when she went over to these villages and saw what, being the governor of that state in the past, what was going on. And so it's been really neat. We used to go to Russia. Uh, I still do, actually. Um, if you get to Nome, Alaska, you cross the Bering Sea, um, that part of Russia I would go to. And I was helping a lot of kids there. And a lot of them speak English because they learn it in school. And it's just out in the middle of nowhere at the top of the world. But there's like a little town of 4,000 people. And uh, I've uh, built a, a Christian coffee house there where... You know, they have a latte machine. It took me three months to get that latte machine in. The, the customs thought it was a bomb. <laughs> and they just didn't believe me. And finally, we hooked it up, and they came and looked at it and went, ho, 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 ho. You know, the steam going, psh, and all that. That was cool. But, you know, kids go there, and, and they have lattes. And, uh, and of course, we have a little stage where people get up and, you know, uh, exercise the talents that the Lord's given them. And little Christian coffee houses have really been fun. We went there, and then we went about an hour and a half farther east in a place called Anadier, and, and we built one right across the statue of Lenin, and we call it the lighthouse. And we have lights on everywhere. And it's glass all over, and, of course, the light just shines right at Lenin, like, in your face, you know. <laughs> and, but these kids have really been incredible. So uh, pray for us. Uh, we, um, it's just a ministry we have going, and uh, I don't really write letters to people. We're, uh, we're a full ministry with the government, and but we... Um, we just try to get back every time and, and uh, getting these airplanes are pretty dangerous. One airplane crashed the last place we went to and went sideways down the runway and hit an embankment. And my wife and I got out and shook our heads and went and did a concert. Another airplane came and got us. So if you're going to vapor lock, you may as well do it in the ministry, you know. It beats sitting home drinking coffee any day. But uh, there's, a, there's a song these, these kids love. Believe it or not, he was a friend of mine and alluded to that I knew Mr. Cash and know him pretty well played with him quite a lot in many Billy Graham crusades in uh, different places and and he would always uh, do different Christian songs that you learn in Sunday school and his, his style was the kind of style I like, you know, very simple guitar you know, and uh, goes like this if you know it, sing with me I've got a home in glory land that outshines the sun. I've got a home in glory land that outshines the sun. I've got a home in glory land outshines the sun. Way beyond the blue. Your turn now. Too bold, too bold, Oh, glory. Hallelujah, too bold, too bold. Do remember me. Well, I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. I took Jesus as my Savior, you take him too. Way beyond the blue. Well, to Lord, to Lord, to remember me, oh, glory to Lord. Hallelujah to Lord, to remember me way beyond the blue. Ba -ba 
If you can't bear the cross, you won't wear the crown. If you can't bear the cross, you won't wear the crown. If you can't bear the cross, you won't wear the crown. Way beyond the blue. Your turn now. Hallelujah. Africa, my wife and I, and we did a crusade with Franklin there. I didn't have a band, I just had this guitar and about 5,000 people behind me, librarians that sang loud. I do this. Ain't no grave gonna hold my body down. Ain't no grave gonna hold my body down When I hear that trumpet sound I'll rise right out of the ground There ain't no grave gonna hold my body down You got the rhythm, do it again There ain't no grave gonna hold my body down Two more times
Amor para ustedes, Dios me diga.
que pagaremos Amor tan inmenso Que diste tu vida Por el pecado En cambio recibes La ofrenda humilde La ofrenda humilde Señor Jesucristo De mi corazón La ofrenda humilde Señor, Señor Jesucristo De mi corazón Y cuando la noche extiende su manto, mis ojos en llanto en ti pasando mis ojos, veré las estrellas. Sé que tras ellas, cual Padre amoroso, tú velas por mí. Yo sé que tras ellas, cual Padre amoroso, tú velas por mí. El gran sacrificio que hiciste por mí. No tengo, no tengo que quitarte por tanto amarme. Recibe este canto mezclado con de mi corazón. There's a, a Lord that loves you, and he came for you. You're made in his image. There's nothing in this world made in the image of God. Angels are not made in God's image. They're not redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. They're his servants. They're always on dispatch. You have different angels. You have Michael the archangel, who threw Satan and a third of the angels out of heaven. Just your normal angel that's come down to the earth. One angel took on an army of 185,000 Assyrians and killed them all in the Old Testament. One angel. They're so powerful. 
but yet he came for you. You're made in his image. You're created in his image. There's nothing in this world that's created in God's image. That's why Jesus came for you. You may say, but you know, I've sinned and I'm just, I just work and I do what I do and I have a family. He, he cares for you more than this world, more than the ocean, more than the plants, more than the sun or the stars. He cares for you and only you. And he puts up with you. He tolerates you. And it's amazing because when you put your faith in Christ, you're covered with his blood. Now, what does that mean? He shed his blood. Blood is life. It keeps us alive. God's blood is pure. So when he sheds his blood, it's God's blood for you. And so there's no, uh, well, wait a minute. There's, I'm stained, but I could go back to the other. No, you can't. When you're really stained and you're sincere in your heart, your sins are forgiven. Every sin you've ever thought of is forgiven. He separates your sin as far as the east is from the west. It's not north and south. It's like going up 101 north. There, you, know, you know, I ride a motorcycle to Alaska every year. I've done it five times and back. Gone all the way to the Arctic Ocean. Clear at the top of the world and back to San Diego. It's just crazy. It's a dirt bike. We do it every year. But you go that way. It's north. But it's east and west. It's this way. It's eternity. Your sins will I remember no more. Because he's God, he's able to forget your sins. How does that work? When you accept him, he comes in your life. See, he fits in you. He created you in his image. So you don't think he fits there? His Holy Spirit comes in. We have that conscience. We have a soul. We have uh, an inner spirit that's there that's, that's pretty empty. But when Christ comes in, his Holy Spirit comes in, that little S becomes a capital S and you're alive in him. And you walk around and you're, you don't want to sin. You do sin, but you don't want to sin. And then you feel bad when you do. But God looks at you as pure. How does that work? He looks at you through his son. His son is pure and his blood is pure. So he looks at you as pure. Sinless? This is crazy. No, it's not. That's the way he has to do it. God's power. You know, whenever the power of God hits the power of evil, evil always loses. And when Christ is in your heart, the world could hit you here. Oh, man, my, my shoulder hurts. You know, I pulled some muscles. Boy, I got cancer. I got this or that. And I've got things that happen. Yeah, but this is a life. It never sees death. Your last breath on earth is your first breath in heaven. And you don't see death. And he does it for you because he created you. And you know what? He's responsible for his creation. That's why he... There's this time of, of coming to know him. And it's personal, Christian. It's not a religion. It's Christian. It's, it's a private relationship. Nobody here is going to grave dig your past. No one here is going to ask you to unscramble eggs in your life. But we're going to give you an opportunity to accept him. And we haven't planned it tonight. I'm a better guitar player than a speaker, so I'll be quick. But I want you to know this, that you could come to know him. I've never known a person that's sorry for becoming a Christian. And he'll come in your life. And when you close your eyes and you say a little prayer, just if you had a little bit of faith like a mustard seed, the whole pick and mountain would move. What does it take for you to put your trust in him? Take a step of faith. 
But faith, this roof won't fall on us. A little bit of faith to ask Christ in your life. To admit that, you know what? I can't do it in my life. I'm just here, and the only joy I can ever have is joy that's everlasting. Not as the world giveth, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. I'd like us all to bow our head and close our eyes. Not that you're closer to God if you do that. You're just not distracted. If you would like your sins forgiven, if you'd like to know that you're going to be with him in eternity, that you will belong to him, you're his property. You want to know for sure that everything you've ever done in the past is forgotten. And that there's a heaven not built for angels, it's built for you. In my Father's house are many mansions. Where I go, I will come back and receive you as my own, that where I am, you may be also. I want you to say this prayer. I'm not going to say try Christ. I don't want you to say it. You've got to come to know Christ. And if you turn it away, it's going to be easier next time. Don't be calloused. But say this prayer. I'm not going to have you say it out loud. It's very personal and private. I want you to say it in your heart and mean it. You'd like Christ to come in your life. You'd like to become a Christian and forever live with him. Say this prayer after me silently. Lord God, I need you. I repent and I'm sorry for my sins. I accept Jesus Christ in my life right now. Lord, send your Holy Spirit now in me. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Thank you for dying on a cross for me. Thank you for loving me, helping me, being my Savior. Lord, I love you. Help me to be strong, Lord. Help me to pray. Help me to share your love with others. Thank you that I'm a Christian. My life is eternal with you. With every head bowed and eyes closed, if you said that prayer, I'm not going to have anybody stand or anything. I just want you to raise your hand. I'm going to count you out there. How many people said that prayer tonight? Put your hand up high. I'm going to count you. One, two, three, four, five, six. I see a seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Anybody else? One, twenty-two. I see your hand. You can put your hands down. Lord, we thank you for these people. You know their hearts. You know their lives, you know their sincerity, and you love them and you live in them. And Lord, your angels are their servants, and your angels will protect them. And thank you, God, for this time and for all these wonderful people. In Jesus' name, let's give these people a hand. Amen. All right. Wow, welcome to the family of God. Huh? Yeah. Whoa. Let me tell you something. I was 11 years old. I went to this little church. It was raining. It was July. No, it was January, I mean. It was cold. 
There was a little light bulb there, and it was an old church, an old room. It smelled like wood, and there was no music, and it was just light bulb like this. And we were cold wearing our coats, and this guy came out, and he talked for about 40 minutes. No music or nothing. And I was the only guy that raised my hand except Christ. I've never been saved. It's the greatest thing I've ever done in my whole life. I don't deserve heaven. When I die, I can't claim justice. I claim the blood of Christ. That's what you have, the blood of Christ on you. And no one can take it away from you. And it's real, and you're a Christian now. If you were to die tonight, you'd be with him in heaven. And he's built everything for you, everything for you. And uh, he loves you. I'm, later on, Nick is going to come up a little bit, and he's going to tell you a little bit about our ministry. Um, we don't write letters and flood your mailbox with junk mail. I don't do that in our ministry. Uh, but uh, we, uh, he's going to take a love offering, but uh, appreciate uh, anything you could do to help us out with, the, with Alaska there, those kids, and we're going to keep coming back. And I told Pastor yesterday when I left the conference to fly out here, he said, man, I'm going to miss you. And I said, well, that's really good news because if I do okay, maybe you'll have me back and I'll be here twice. <laughs> he laughed. He goes, yeah. I didn't so, but I don't know. You could tell him if it's all right or not what we did, but... Um, Pastor Nick, come on up and um, we'll take love offering and you could tell a little bit about what we're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Wow, I'm speechless. Are you guys? You are so good at that guitar, but above and beyond that, the way that you play, I mean, your fingers are so fast, but you have a huge smile. You're so happy. You're so excited, so passionate for Jesus, and it's contagious. So praise God for the gift he's given this man. Amen. And so we'd like to take a love offering for Dennis and his family. This isn't something that we normally do here at Calvary the Rock. We don't pass around the plate. We have the tithe boxes on the back, and we leave that between you and God. But when, when a dear brother comes into town just to bless us, goes out of his way, drives all the way up from San Diego for a one-night stay here to bless our socks off. We want to make sure that he leaves blessed and refreshed and loved and affirmed. Amen? You know, Dennis travels around to different churches and ministers for a free will love offering only. He has no charge whatsoever. He just leaves himself in the hands of God. And so at this time, I'd like to invite the ushers to come forward. And I just want to encourage everybody to, to be generous and to bless Dennis. We know exactly where the money is going, don't we? It's going to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world to the Eskimos, Come on, the Eskimos? That's like a dream of mine to go and preach the gospel to the Eskimos, and this guy is doing it, so praise the Lord. Now, if you're going to uh, fill out a check for him, write it out to The Rock, and then in the memo line, put Dennis. That way, at the end of the night, we don't have to give him a bundle of 40 or 50 checks. We can just add it all up and give him one check from Calvary Chapel, The Rock. Amen? Amen. Okay, Dennis, you want to lead us in a song? I have a maker He formed my heart Ever since time began My life is in His hand He knows 
falls and he hears me when I call. Sing it again. Thank you very much. I love you all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Salman. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful evening, huh? Come on over here, Dennis. I'm going to give you a hug. Too, man. Mind if I pray for you? Please do. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this wonderful evening that you have provided for us uh, through your servant, Dennis. Thank you for the gifting and the calling that you have on his life to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world through the guitar and through singing praises to your name. I pray that you would continue to use this man, fill him with your spirit. I pray that many more souls will come to know you, Jesus Christ, through his ministry. Thank you for his wonderful wife that supports him and encourages him and is the backbone of his ministry and of his life. And I pray you'd bless her and fill her with your spirit. Thank you for the 22 souls who uh, prayed to you tonight and gave their heart to you. We pray you'd fill them with your spirit and bless them and set them on fire for you, Lord. We commit our entire church into your hands. We pray for our beloved pastor, Ross. We pray you'd bless him and uh, that his time down there would be sweet and you'd bring him home safely. Father, we love you. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Love you, man. So Dennis is going to be out in the lobby. He's got a table with a bunch of CDs, so if you want to grab one of those, with that, you guys are free to go. God bless you. You have been listening to The Rock Podcast. Our regular services are held on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. in Santa Rosa, California. If you would like to learn more, please visit our website at calvertherock.org.